0: the Brain Can Do Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brain Can Do Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Stevenson. It's been a very exciting week for Brain Can Do. If you haven't seen, we were featured in the Evening Standard, CEO Julia Harrington talking about the teacher COVID anxiety training that we're launching, looking at how teachers can spot the signs that students are struggling with with COVID anxiety. Things looking such as distancing themselves from peer groups, being unusually quiet or losing concentration are big signs that teachers and parents need to be looking out for. And this COVID anxiety project is going to be ongoing for Brain Can Do. With Brain Can Do, we like to think that we are one of the leaders in educational research. Similarly, IKEA are one of the biggest world leaders in sustainability. Delighted this week that we had Jen Keeson, IKEA Sustainability Manager, in at Queen Anne School in Caversham, talking to the students about her career, what a sustainability means to her and IKEA overall. So this podcast, again, is going to be slightly different. You'll probably be pleased to know you're going to hear much less from me. And here are some of the highlights from Jen's talk.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Uh, super excited to be here. As I was, I was saying a few minutes ago, it's... Tomorrow is Earth Day, so this is like the the pinnacle of the year for sustainability. Um, so super excited that I'm able to come and chat with all of you, and thank you for having me. So I'll introduce myself a little bit, and then I'll go into a little bit of what sustainability is, what that means for IKEA specifically, um, and I'll share what we focus on at IKEA when it comes to sustainability. So first I'll introduce myself. I'm Jen Keeson. I'm the country sustainability manager for IKEA in the U.S. Um, And I've been with IKEA for almost 10 years, but I did not start in sustainability. This is actually, I never imagined myself to end up one, working for a home furnishing company, or two, working in sustainability. Um, But it was actually when I was in university, I was studying fashion, fashion and apparel studies. And the university that I went to had a very big focus on sustainability. And so that was when I really got to start to understand what does that mean? And the holistic vision of what sustainability is, which is really the economic impact, environmental impact and social impact of everything that we do. And ensuring that we're not having too much of a negative impact in any one way or the other um, to ensure that what we're doing is sustainable um, and can continue on and continue forward for years to come. So first, being exposed to that in the fashion and apparel world um, was incredibly interesting, as I'm sure many people are aware or you've heard. Um, When we talk about apparel and clothing, um, there's a lot of fast fashion. And so the conversation very much gets steered towards workers' rights um, or the environmental impact of the materials and whatnot. So, became incredibly interested in sustainability when I was in university, and then when I was looking for jobs after school, while I did start to look for roles in the fashion and apparel world, I was also aware of other companies that had sustainability as a big focus, and IKEA was one of them. Um, IKEA has has had sustainability as a cornerstone of its business from the very beginning, and oftentimes. Sustainability does result in efficiency and cost savings. As I said, it's that, that balance of the three. And so with that, it's very much been integrated into the IKEA business model. So, of course, ended up at IKEA, but first started working in supply chain. Um, so not working directly in sustainability at the time, but working in supply chain and logistics, which has a huge impact on sustainability and the environment, um, when looking at how to be more efficient in getting our products from one place to the other. And when we look at the IKEA supply chain, um, it's very much uh, from the supplier town to the customer, how can we get it to the customer in the easiest way, in the best way? And as many people know, our products are flat packed, which is actually a sustainability initiative. Um, It's also to be more efficient in getting those products to customers at home. Rather than shipping a product that is fully built in a truck, if we ship it flat packed, um, we're able to fit more in a truck and use less greenhouse gas emissions. Um, So when we when I was in that role in supply chain and logistics, I really better understood how sustainability is embedded into everything we do at IKEA, but everything we do as people. Right. Every decision we make and every action we take, no matter how big or small can have a positive or a negative impact on the environment or the people around us. And I think that idea and that inspiration is what continues to drive me um, in my career and in my personal life to be as conscious as I can in the decisions that I make and to support and drive the sustainability strategy that we have at IKEA for the U.S. The strategy that we have at IKEA, it's the same across the globe. Um, So we do have sustainability teams in almost every country. Um, But I am born and raised in the U.S. and um, the the U.S. is the, the country I started working in first. But I think it's incredibly interesting to connect with the other countries that IKEA is based in to understand the various challenges, because every country is different from a cultural perspective, for example, in the U.S. When we talk about sustainability or environmental impact and climate change, it's a very different conversation than, for example, the conversation that they have in Sweden based on culture. Um, so it's it's very inspiring to also be working for such a global organization to be able to learn and understand from all the different countries, the various challenges. And then we can share positive experiences um, and, and learnings across the globe, which has been really great. But i'll go into a little bit more detail around what does sustainability mean then for ikea and what are some of the things we're doing so people and planet positive that's what we call our sustainability strategy at ikea because again it is that overlap of impacting people and the planet together there's very much intersectionality between our impact on the environment and impact on the people we need a a healthy environment for us to live in So anything that we do that supports the planet is, of course, going to support people as well. Common definition of sustainability is that balance between environment, social and economic. And at IKEA, our vision is to create a better everyday life for the many people. And so we see the more that we're taking into consideration these three parts and their overlapped, the better we are at creating a better life for more people. And we do believe that a better life is a healthier and a more sustainable one. So you can see for us to be people and planet positive, it's about balancing these three aspects in everything that we do. So when it comes to how we've prioritized what we're focusing on, there's so many challenges that we all face across the globe. But the three challenges that IKEA has identified as incredibly relevant to our business are overconsumption, climate change, and inequality. All three of these aspects and these three challenges are impacting people and the planet. So our response to these three challenges are what's laid out in our strategy, which is being able to offer a healthy and sustainable, healthy and sustainable living to the many people, to be circular and climate positive in our own operations, and to have a positive social impact by being a fair and inclusive company. Globally, we have these goals that by 2030, which is really not that far away, we want to, our ambition is to inspire and enable more people to live this better life within the limits of the planet. We want to be climate positive and we want to regenerate resources while still growing our business so we can meet more people and inspire and enable more people to be healthy and sustainable while using less resources and then that fair and inclusive piece, which is incredibly important. And we wanna create that positive social impact for everyone across the value chain. And when we talk about the value chain, we're talking not only about IKEA stores or the coworkers working in our offices, but also our suppliers and the communities that IKEA is in and the communities that our suppliers are in and our transport companies and those who are driving the trucks in transport. So looking at the entire value chain. We want to have this positive social impact and we can't do it alone. Nobody can do this alone. So we really have to advocate for change in legislation and regulations together with our partners. We need to co-create internally and externally. We need to drive this idea of entrepreneurship within the company because everybody can have an impact regardless of their role within the organization. And I think that's important to remember no matter what career you want to get into or whatever journey that you're on, that you can have an impact when it comes to sustainability. And it's all about being innovative, right? We have to think outside of the box. The challenges we're facing today, they've been coming. They're more of a visible reality now. But how to react to them, we only know what we know now. But there could be better solutions in the future. So it's really that idea of thinking outside of the box and innovating and then doing it together, right? And being inclusive and finding solutions that'll benefit everyone and everything, not, um, not finding solutions that'll only benefit one piece or one part. So we don't see these responses as separate responses, but that everything is intertwined. So we know we have to be fair and inclusive in how we're enabling and inspiring the many people. And when we look at our own operations, How can we work to prioritize areas that are hit hardest by climate change and then work our way down from there? Then if we talk about circular and climate positive um, here, we're really focusing on the impact in our operations and how we can have a positive impact on the environment and contribute to a circular economy. We know that climate change is a visible reality. Um, in the U.S., we've seen more than ever um, many severe weather events um, this past year, which are have been deemed a result of climate change. Um, and many people have been impacted by that, of course, as well. And I know around the globe, we've seen immense numbers of increase in um, severe weather events because we're going through climate change. And Earth Day is tomorrow, um, which is super exciting. Um, And with that, we have a clear message out from IKEA where we stand, and that we all need to remember that our home is also the planet, and the planet is the home that we all share. And we can act now, even through small steps, to make a big impact. And then, last but absolutely not least, fair and inclusive. Equality, diversity, and inclusion has been a big focus across many companies and many countries um, very much recently. In the U.S., we've seen a, a huge influence around equality, specifically racial equality. Um, As I'm sure many people are aware, there were events last year that have created a movement, an equality movement in the U.S. So it's definitely been a topic that not only we at IKEA, but across the country have been focusing on to be a more fair and inclusive company. When we talk about fair and inclusive, we are talking about in our own operations within our as how we're supporting our employees in being fair and inclusive, Um, and then also how we're being fair and inclusive to the communities that we're in a holiday that we Recognize every year globally is Idaho, which is coming up on May 17th, and it's International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. And it's something that we very much focus on internally with our coworkers. <clears throat> we have many coworker resource groups within our company um, that allow an opportunity for our coworkers to talk about their own challenges or to ask questions about. Um, Various topics that they may not be familiar with, but want to learn more so that they themselves can be a more inclusive person and understand the beauty of diversity within our organization, but also within our communities. And yeah, I think it's I've incredibly enjoyed working in in this field. Um, And I think it's it's a really inspiring field to be in. But again, regardless of what field you're in, you can impact sustainability in one way or another. So we're doing a lot when it comes to our environmental impact in decreasing our greenhouse gas emissions. We want to take away all natural gas that's in our operations, um, in our own, uh, our own owned operations, so in our stores, for example. Um, we're also inspiring and working together with our suppliers in the supply chain for them to decrease their amount of greenhouse gas emissions in their operations as well. We continue to invest in renewable energy. So for example, in the US, 90% of our stores have solar panels on them and we continue to extend our solar array. So our stores and our operations can be um, fully run on renewable energy. But we also invest in solar and wind farms across the globe as well. And actually, just this week, IKEA globally announced we're investing another four billion euro in uh, renewable energy around the globe. So we do see that we need to continue to invest and push and drive and be a leader in this area because then we can support and create that demand for, for other retailers or countries and governments to also put in the same investment. So those are a few of the things that we're doing to try to decrease our footprint um, by
0: 2030. And Can I ask, um, obviously, you're and you told me the title of it in terms of you're one of IKEA's like representatives. I can't think there's a really fancy name you've got now, isn't it? In terms of... <laughs>
1: it's Sustainability Manager for the US, Country Sustainability Manager. Yep.
0: And when they want to get someone sort of talking about this and educating mm-hmm. people, you're one of the, the go to people. How, how did that come about?
1: Well, it's I think it's a, a key part of when a company is prioritizing sustainability, a key part of it is, I mean, of course, being humble, but sharing the learnings that we have to try to be a leader and inspire others. So in my role as country sustainability manager, it's it enables having a point of contact or one spokesperson for the country, for example, to connect with various whether it's local governments, the federal government, but then also various organizations to kind of be that voice for IKEA to advocate for change um, as well as share our own experiences which has been really great. I think it's incredible to be able to talk about it. Um, there's multiple other country sustainability managers in the other retail countries, and they do the same. And then we have a team of business partners that support more internally within the organization to execute on all of these amazing goals and initiatives that we have. Um, so I think it's it's actually a really key part of being being a sustainable company. I mean, like I said, IKEA has always been um, sustainable and has been a core of who we are. But to talk about it isn't something we've always done. And we're trying to do more of that now.
0: Well, there's a lot of the students that are on this call. So they are either very in sustainability, but also quite a few of them are members of our equality, diversity and inclusion society. Mm-hmm. And they're always looking for like, what's the, how can they make the best difference or what should they be doing sort of moving forward? Do you have any thoughts, because it's part of, of your role from IKEA in terms of uh, a more micro level within a school, <laughs> what sort of things should be, be happening?
1: Well, again, I think some of the things that have been a success for us within IKEA, talking about how our we have a co-worker resource groups, right? So it sounds similar to maybe this group that you have, um, that you're able to create a safe space to talk about it and ask questions. Um, and everybody is going to have various experiences or thoughts or ideas. So being able to respectfully discuss those is incredibly important. And then some of the small things that we do at IKEA that actually has a huge impact, especially to folks who um, are living the reality of transgender, for example, is to announce your pronouns. Um, So that's something we do often in IKEA. Um, And for example, like if you're Writing an email or something like that, you can put your pronouns next to your name. And if you identify as the gender you were born, um, it may not seem like a big deal, but it is a huge has a huge impact for those who are transitioning because for them, it's it can be an incredibly uncomfortable um, thing to admit are your pronouns. Um, because there's such a social construct around it. So I think small actions like that can actually have a huge impact, even if you don't realize that you are having a huge impact on others. It's the little things like that that, um, that kind of yeah create this feeling of inclusion.
0: That was Jen Keeson ikea's sustainability manager in the usa absolutely amazing to have her join us last week and brilliant for her to share her career path with my students some things that jen talks about for her own views in ikea that i think really resonate with me as well not just about sustainability but how we approach everything in terms of how ikea noticed that we can't do anything on our own, that everything has to be working in collaboration for the greatest success. And also, I love it when Jen says that small steps can have big impacts. And I think that's one of the things that in any walk of life that we sometimes forget that actually just making small changes, those marginal um, marginal gains uh, can be significant. A big thank you once again to Jen for joining us and actually want to steal something that Mark Richards, deputy head teacher at Queen Anne School, is often saying at the moment, which when this is all over, we'll have Covid to thank for some things. And actually, in terms of education, I think that's really true. Looking at how we are doing things, uh, embracing technology, being able to connect on a global level is amazing. And the fact that we managed to get Jen from the States over to us was something that, that I really enjoyed. And I know that students and teachers who listened really appreciated. For myself, we're just starting to run with Brain Can Do, another one of our Emotion Intelligence in Leadership courses, And we've got uh, six schools in a foundation signed up. And I was talking to the person coordinating this the other day, and she's really excited because we're doing it all virtually. And said trying to do foundation-wide training where schools are scattered across the country can be really difficult, particularly if you do something the way our courses run is that there are five two-hour sessions. So it's very difficult usually to sort of coordinate that across an academic year. But because we're doing it all using Teams, That's going to be something that is much more easy to to manage. And if you're interested in the sort of training that we're running at Brain Can Do, do visit us, please, at braincando.com or join Facebook, the Brain Can Do Network, and we'll be able to keep you up to date on all the great work we're doing. That is everything for today. Thank you for listening. I've been Ben Stevenson.